Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. How do we maintain living a magical life? Okay. What resonates most with you? That right there. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I feel like it, it resonates most because it is something that's been prevalent the past few days. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. Because what is living a magical life? How do, like That's where it starts. Well, what is it that has been happening the last past few days that reflects that? For me, it's the different signs in the physical world that bring the magic and the beauty of life's journey to the present moment in the actual physical. Mm -hmm. Like I can see what I consider to be magic occurring right in front of me, not just this made up belief in my mind. Right, like it, you're witnessing it in the real life world, mm-hmm. being reflected back to you, like you're living in the magic, and the magic is meeting you. Yeah, exactly. I feel you because the magic has been showing up in places where you can consider them ordinary, and the magic is finding its way there because we bring it, and it really goes to speak that. We are the magic, and that is what maintains a magical life is you. It's not something in the outside world. It's your relationship with magic. So it goes back to what is magic? How do we maintain our magicalness? Yeah, and I think people get caught up in the idea. It's something that we've touched on on a previous episode, that life has to give you these grand experiences, and magic... You know, it's hard for people to realize that magic can be something so small, like um, a person in the street randomly saying something to you that you needed to hear. That's an example of magic. It's not this fairy tale, fairy dust being sprinkled all over you that you can physically see. Mm -hmm. And movies, even us growing up as children, like the storybooks that we're given and how magic is displayed in uh, movies... And even the idea of magicians, magicians doing magic when that's not real magic, like that's being deceitful, playing tricks on the mind, it kind of trips up and takes away from what magic really can be. And um, like you said, it's like we are the magic, our daily experiences are the magic. Just small things. It doesn't have to be grand. Yeah, we are what's grand. Mm-hmm. And the magic... Wow, it just, it just slips me. It's such a big concept that... To break it down, it's more of like I want to live it. Mm-hmm. And then just live my life. And then let that be the explanation of what is magic. Because magic is really being connected to all that is. So through that connection, you are able to 
co-create consciously the world that you're experiencing around you. And we all have this capability because everything is energy and it's being connected to that is magical Mm -hmm. because you're willing the world around you to your favor for what you desire in all regards. So it's needing you because as long as you have it within you, you'll never be without it. And to be able to have been experiencing that on a consistent basis most recently has been really rewarding, empowering, and a reminder to keep going and a reminder that living your truth will always lead to magical living mm-hmm. because you are co- you are the creator of what's going on around you. So as long as that is at the forefront in how we go about our daily lives, it will never leave us even when it may appear as though it has. Yeah, and while you're speaking what comes to mind for me is um the faith it's really the faith that you have in yourself being the co-creator of your life Mm -hmm. because if you don't believe the power that your mind holds and if you don't believe in the power of intentions it would be challenging to experience the magical living because that's kind of where the magic begins is in your mind Mm -hmm. it has to start there and then it begins to reflect like you said as you live more authentically and truthful to yourself you'll begin to experience a lot more magical experiences yeah and what you were saying about the intentions that is really important i'm glad like it triggered something within myself you saying that because Mm -hmm. so much of what's done on the daily isn't done intentionally it's done mindlessly without even being conscious of what we're doing Mm -hmm. because we're just going through the motions on autopilot the matrix system yeah Mm -hmm. and we it's so deeply rooted within us because it's something that has been around for so long generationally things get passed down and then reinforced in your day-to-day life Mm -hmm. so to really be able to take back the power and live through intention is really powerful and magical Mm -hmm. and it's in everything the intention to sit down on the left couch instead of the right couch the intention of going to buy something at this place instead of this place all like the most smallest most mundane things that we don't even play pay much focus on is really where the shift begins because it's in the daily habits that we create our life yeah and um like on the daily it can be generally said that there's routine in most people's lives because of the way the setup is you wake up usually in a rush like i'm not speaking for everybody but the majority of people that i encounter the morning rush like rush hour you wake up you're rushing to get ready to go to work or to school whatever it is maybe if you're driving you hit that morning rush hour traffic you get frustrated sitting in the traffic um, because now you might be late and then you go into your day either school or work whatever it is whatever the routine is for x amount of hours then you go home maybe you're cooking yourself food showering going to sleep next day wake up repeat and taking five five seconds well maybe a little bit more but just to wake up and be thankful that you're alive on this new day and acknowledging the possibilities that this new day brings for you 
that little bit of time that it takes that that little thought thinking whoever you think god a creator source whatever you call it whatever your faith brings you to just acknowledging that that divine person that divine being that divine spirit or essence and um acknowledging the breath you're taking on this new day that can change the entire course of your day that little bit of gratitude and expression of gratitude can really alter a course of miracles to welcoming and just doing the most for you on a positive level yeah just by that small action Mm -hmm. because it's bringing the awareness back because so many like you say especially living on that pace of rush they don't start their day with the thought of gratitude for the new day it's more of the to-do list Mm -hmm. have to do xyz have to do this and this and that and it's understandable because of the structures that are at place but it is also within our power to change that dynamic even within the structure and the routine Mm -hmm. in those small actions those are the daily habits that we have capabilities in incorporating without much change or difficulty and it can be challenging to start incorporating something that you're not used to because for me on a personal level I've been trying to incorporate praying more often and whether that's before I eat when I wake up before I go to sleep like I'm really trying to incorporate prayer into my daily life and there's some days like I'll wake up the next day like oh wow I didn't pray at all yesterday and I almost like kick myself for doing it like how how the heck did you forget like to just pray but um because most of my life I wasn't praying in the way that I'm praying now it's not it's very foreign for me so it's I don't want to say it's a struggle it's a challenge for me to incorporate this into a new routine into my new way of being because it's it's something I'm not used to right because it's new yeah and even though like and I bring that up to say even though you might slip up like a day or two a whole week a month whatever like it's never too late to start again mm-hmm. every moment every second you can say like okay this is the moment I'm now going to begin and you just do it you make that intentional change and you give yourself a new opportunity to create the life that you want to live you're never in a situation where you cannot be the co-creator of your life yes and it's always the right time all the time whenever mm-hmm. it comes to mind there's never being too late too early it's always perfect timing yeah and that i'm glad you mentioned that because it, it reminds me of i feel more so now i've been more actively trying to integrate the it's not all or nothing it's just there's always progress it's never <laughs> perfection yeah <laughs> because the all or nothing mentality will really keep you from starting anything yes because if you don't start and finish it all in one shot it's like what's the point and the point is the journey of life mm-hmm. so there's no one way of doing anything something that can take years months a course a program a new practice you want to implement it doesn't matter about the timeline and how it unravels because it's all happening how it's supposed to so if the if the thought comes to start over then do so because that's the time that you were supposed to do it it's kind of letting the giving off the pre getting rid of the pressure that we put on ourselves to keep up with a status quo that's uh, that's artificial anyways yes and that pressure once you alleviate and remove that pressure off of yourself 
I feel that that's when you begin to see life in a more magical way because now these small little, you know, something that can be seen as insignificant can really be grand. It can bring the magic to the forefront of your life. And yesterday um, we were out shopping and you had said something that really hit me. It was when you were like, I don't have to get everything today. And it's the whole all or nothing because I struggle with that. Like, I want to do it all or then I don't want to give it my attention or my time. (laughs) If I can't buy the whole store, I'm not buying anything. (laughs) And it was like, no, I don't. It doesn't need to be that way. Like, let me pick up a couple of things and then the next time I'm back, I'll get whatever else. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. So I love that you mentioned the all or nothing because that is really helpful when you're trying to make changes in your life. It doesn't have to happen overnight. It goes back to the whole instant gratification. It has the pressure. Once we alleviate that pressure, we make room for the endless possibilities for ourselves. Exactly. The release that comes from getting rid of the pressure because mm-hmm. then you're allowing space for what is meant to grow. Yeah, or what you want, like the things that you actually desire. Yeah. And I can't help but feel like as we have the conversation, like not specific people come to mind. But people in certain situations that might be, that might feel as unfortunate circumstances keep coming to mind. And it's like how, when you're in that unfortunate circumstance, you know, life can be very trying for you and you can feel that you're at the bottom of an endless pit. If I'm in that situation, how would I turn it around to give myself the opportunity to believe in magic, to believe in the possibility that I'm the co-creator of my life because it it can feel very daunting in a way it brings me to what you were saying the comment I had made at the store the self-talk you know Mm -hmm. because I was speaking out loud something that I was saying to myself Mm -hmm. and then you received from it as well but I try to that's something I feel I've been I've practiced consciously regularly is Mm -hmm. my self-talk I don't say anything that is against myself to myself and I speak to myself in the way I would speak to anyone that I care about because I care about myself but I feel that's not a although it seems like an obvious it's not something that's common I find mm-hmm. um, because of the pressures that we face as a, as a society that we put on ourselves so that's what that brings me back to because when you're in a trying time it's very easy to speak against yourself in the situation so to remember and be reminded to speak to yourself in a way that you are optimistic about what can happen in the way that you would console someone you really deeply care for Mm -hmm. it's okay this isn't gonna last forever i'm gonna get through this it's fine i all is well everything's okay even in the moment it's not all well just saying that changes the neurological what's going on neurologically inside in the moment because i've seen it happen for myself so i know it's it's possible for others yeah it really changes your um, nervous system's response in the moment yes and the agreements that you make along the way during whatever challenging time you're facing as soon as you make the agreement that like yeah life sucks right now boom you just made that agreement for yourself no like let's rebuke all of that there's none of that here there's no negative talk to the self not the thoughts everything needs to be on the positive frequency so that you can bring that into your life and if it's challenging to 
resonate with that, it's an invitation to go within and to nurture the relationship you, you have with something that's grand, that's greater than just us here in the physical, our connection with a higher source of light in support of all great things on this planet. And it's through that relationship that we know to be true that all is possible. Yes, and that's where it comes into play, like you being the co-creator, because you do have divine guidance with you. That's that's the cat. <laughs> yes, that is King T'Challa messing around. <laughs> um, you have divine guidance with you at all times, who's always, you know, this divine being is going to always be looking out <laughs> for you. I love him. Um... So you're never, even when you feel you're alone, even when you feel that you have no hope, there's somebody out there that has hope for you. And it's just remembering that for yourself. And that's how you maintain the magic. And it's, you can use that in the opposite. Today's going to be a great day. Today's a magical day. I'm looking forward to all that's going to unravel today. Just speaking in a way that is in support of what you would ultimately want to bring into your life because it's just that simple you have that power and it may sound far-fetched but it's truly not we've just been accustomed to believing that it is and that is something to ponder why is that and when you're saying that it reminds me of the idea again of magic how we've been made to have an idea of what magic is and it takes away from the magic that we can experience we limit our magic we limit the idea of what magic is and unless I see somebody waving a wand making a person disappear in front of my eyes like I don't believe in the possibility of magic and again like I I just want to emphasize and it might sound repetitive but that's not magic magic is the breath that your body is taking right now magic is somebody saying the exact thing that you needed to either hear directly or overhear magic is a doctor giving you a diagnosis at 9 a.m. and then the diagnosis is gone by 1 p.m. That's magic. And the more we give gratitude to those magical experiences, the more possibilities of endless magic experiences we're going to continue bringing into our life. So anytime that you experience something like this, never take it for granted never overlook it as coincidence because truly there are no coincidences everything is a divine encounter divine timing and you just need to appreciate it and express that appreciation for it (laughs) (laughs) that's it right there (laughs) that's That's funny that's it you know, because you mentioned you wanting to talk about this, and I was like, I don't even know how I can elaborate on it because it's so. Like, it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know? That is just like, how do you speak on what is, you know, in something that's so. I find it's been integrated. It's who we are, you know, it's mm-hmm. part of how we live our life. That it's like, how do you blink your eye? You know, it's like, damn, I don't even know. Like, it just happens. Yeah, but it takes work getting here. You know, like, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of unshedding and unlearning to get to the space where I feel that we're both living and operating at. 
Um, and there's levels to go because, yeah. of course, we're not where we want to be at the end goal, mm-hmm. but is there ever really an end goal? It's really all a journey. Yeah, exactly. So, like, to get where I am today has taken a lot of growth. And I know to get where I want to be, I don't even know where I want to be, honestly. You know, like, I know that I still have so much more growth. The possibilities are endless. I can't imagine 10 years ago, me, like 10 years ago, me wouldn't expect the version of me right now to be living the way I'm living. Same. So I don't know what tomorrow brings or the next day or five years, 10 years. I have no idea. And that's such an exciting thought to have, Mm -hmm. to not know. And it really speaks to the magic because it's exciting to not know what's going to happen because the possibilities are so endless one can't even fathom them because even what's in our imagination is limited to the limitations that we place on our imagination. So it's really (laughs) having the time that we're allowing ourselves to Mm -hmm. have now and freeing up our free time by living more authentically with how we take up our time and live our life on Mm -hmm. a day-to-day and a moment-to-moment is really expanding the creativity and allowing for what's inspired through that creativity to come into the physical and grow how we live a magical life yes and the frequency encounters of the magic in the outside world being reflected back to us Mm -hmm. speaks to that yeah and something that i do want to speak about is um the like the word magic i don't know why i'm so caught up on it but it's obviously like something that Needs to be I feel shared. needs to be shared. Um, magic isn't like witchcraft. Magic isn't um, anything dark, really. You know, anything that can be perceived to be dark. You can believe in the possibilities of magic and still have that relationship with the divine creator, with God, with whoever you name them as. Because it's like in the forefront of my mind that people misinterpret the or have a misunderstanding of the word magic Mm -hmm. and it's not that like I can speak for myself I'm not out here actively doing magical spells you know like (laughs) that you would think like a witch does in movies but in the form that I bring magic to my life is really through those prayers through the intentions through um, journaling and writing down what I want to welcome into my life or whatever I want or whatever I believe I want to attract and manifest. But that in itself, because it's using the word with the power that we know it to have, you know, being intentional with the word. And that, you know, in another way can be classified as a spell. And that's what it is. But it's not what is to be made for it to be perceived as through the movies and all those things yeah and something that else like else i want to bring up is like the bridging of um the religious belief in a divine creator and then the living a magical life because um again like you and i were together we ended up walking into a church and i was really shocked to see um so many tools i would say that stem from what can be called witchcraft like in terms of like candle magic you know churches you light a candle you say a prayer you know how powerful that is 
and that right there that's magic mm-hmm. you're well you're using one an element and then you're using your prayer your intention to bring in the highest good for whatever it is that you're praying you know obviously I would I wouldn't think that somebody walks into a church to pray for the downfall of somebody you know you're walking into a church either praying for yourself or for your loved ones for the greatest good that is a form of magic um the different incense that the church that we saw in the church's gift shop frankincense all different kinds of things that are also incorporated to cleanse homes clear out energy it's all again magic so it's just a term that that is kind of thrown around and the meaning the meaning has the same underlining tone across a broad uh, range of whether it's religions or beliefs, spirituality, like whatever you want to label it as, but it, it all comes back to us having the power to co-create the reality we want to through that magic. It's just being connected to the nature. Like what you're saying just reminds me of being connected to the nature. And I feel I find that to be the difference between uh, religious beliefs and those that don't fall under a organized group of people who Mm -hmm. fall under a specific religion Um, because using these things that come from the elements that come from nature is just remembering and going back to unifying and harmony with that which we come from because we are organic matter Mm -hmm. so it's joining forces with that for what we would want to bring into the life of others and to ourselves and doing that knowing that we are part of something that's greater than us those in a religious group would do that with God as their leader or well as God as the one that they speak to in connection and getting the power to achieve what they would like to Mm -hmm. for the highest greatest good of themselves or those that they love or whatever deity that resonates most with them but it's really no different than doing that without that facility like a church Mm -hmm. and it reminds me of the theatrical living you know like the show not that i'm saying that the church is a show or anything like that like I don't want to bluntly say that because I know that that can be very triggering but um you don't need any of that because if you do believe in the creator in God you also believe that we are like let me just repeat like what a church would say like you are the child of God right so that means God your father an extension of you yeah like that you if you are the child of god god lives within you you are the extension of god you have the god essence within and you can have a conversation with god anywhere you don't need to go into a building um, or anywhere to be part of an organized group like yes it's nice it enhances because i true i do believe that when you do things with others like when you share a mission or when you share an intention, the power amplifies. So I do see the benefits of gathering together, praying, and you know celebrating 
creation, life, and all of that things. I do believe in that. But I then I it gets into where I don't believe in the the, the fear. Yeah, the theatrics, which are kind of displayed through fear and all of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It takes away from us knowing that we have the power within us. The purity of it. Mm-hmm. Somewhere along the way, the message got... tarnished i would say and tainted Mm -hmm. just by the human touch Mm -hmm. it's the human's way of making sense of something greater yeah and along the way you know it's like playing telephone like you had said previously Mm -hmm. you know so it's just that on a large scale because you know obviously religion is so big in so many different parts of the world Um, so it's really seeing that for what it is because it's no different than like the constitution something that was written so long ago that we follow today Mm -hmm. at least here in America yeah and it's remembering the simplicity of it that's I guess what I want to (laughs) share that the magic is simple life is simple we complicate it and as soon as you begin to recognize where you're complicating your life you'll begin to change that in the form of now you're having the intentions to uncomplicate things and do things the simple way and then you'll be rewarded and once you're rewarded again make sure you're expressing that gratitude because everything doesn't have to go in your favor but when you have the faith and it is going in your favor that's something to be so grateful for yes to remember in all the moments because Mm -hmm. it is all going in our favor anyways Mm -hmm. but it can be easy to forget when things appear to be going differently than what you would want them to, but mm-hmm. truly know that it's always going right. Because even when it's going wrong, it's redirection. <laughs> Rejection is redirection. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This topic is irritating me, though. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm ready to be done with it, you know? Like, it's like a deep annoyance. Like, from the beginning of it, it's just, like, I'm so annoyed. And it's interesting, because it's like, where is that coming from, you know? Yeah. And it's not like, um... What part is a deep annoyance? Um, the knowing that... The possibility of talking, or someone hearing this, who deeply disagrees. hmm It feels like a waste of my time. Like, I don't feel or care to share perspective of one who isn't at least open to at least open to it but you know i'm really glad that you're saying that because the way i feel inside is like to keep speaking about it i feel there's so much to be said about this (laughs) and it's so (laughs) dicey because it's like you know yeah and that's annoying too where it's just like you can't just speak on it but we're here to flow so that's the thing you know know. like we're gonna flow through it and whoever is listening (laughs) thank you for listening (laughs) you know i encourage you to be open whether your beliefs align with ours or if they're different and if they are different i would love to hear from you you know like i'm sure deandra you would love to hear like let's hear let's talk about it because that's the way that we can share perspective and grow because things are designed to keep us divided and that is really like part of the annoyance because it's irritating that anything would allow for division when it's just like you know we're just sharing truth in the Mm -hmm. flow most organically and authentically 
And I guess that's to where the frustration comes from and knowing that although that is the case, some can be consumed by how they believe and what they believe that it prohibits them from even having the openness to have a conversation Mm -hmm. that is about something that differs from their beliefs because that is truly where the mental stimulation and the expansion of perspective comes and growing community and respecting others even when they don't mirror and reflect what is true for you in your everyday life and that's a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. to be able to have people in your life that challenge how you believe yeah and and i love that because like as i was speaking again about like the church and things like that like i do have a lot like obviously i have my own thoughts my own beliefs my own opinions and i would love to be able to share them freely but i did think i was like you know what it's interesting because i keep referencing this creator god you know like what i believe in um somebody who may not have any belief system i would love to hear their opinion on this um And again, a lot of the times when I feel that I'm speaking to God in my own way, I might be in the shower. Like lately, it's been happening more in the shower. And um, maybe two days ago, I had the thought, you know, like how does an atheist or somebody who identifies as an atheist, like a non-believer, how do they go about their life? You know, it's really interesting. What do they believe in? Because if you don't believe that there's a purpose for each of us and you don't believe in a greater essence that created life it's really interesting to me it it can be um that can almost be like for me it can be a depressing topic to think of if i begin to think like wow there is no creator or entertain that kind of idea it makes me sad Mm -hmm. and like i'm not like if i come across somebody who's an atheist i'm not automatically going to judge them like oh you must be depressed or whatever like i would love to speak to somebody like that because it would just further expand my perspective and i do believe that we come across people and have conversations or we hear something so somebody might be listening to this and while it could be triggering for them or they might not be agreeing or they you know they do agree whatever it is they're coming across it for a specific purpose Mm -hmm. and it's just lovely it does make me feel sad just even the thought of someone who believes in nothing that's greater than themselves Mm -hmm. it could almost overwhelm me with so much sadness yeah because to live that way is to live really heavy Mm -hmm. from how i feel about it right now thinking about it that can be different for from the reality of someone who's actually living like that yeah but that's how i feel about it and there is someone that comes to mind that when you were saying like oh how is that and i thought well some just seek for the pleasures that this human life provides and and they strive for that but that's also tied to the theatrical living Mm -hmm. it's the artificial goals that we are programmed to believe are relevant and important and we spend our time trying to achieve them and really all that time trying to achieve these artificial goals is time spent away from growing and nourishing and living a magical life by being tapped and connected to your power Mm -hmm. and one can almost argue that that is done intentionally the purpose of having these artificial goals is to keep one 
disconnected from what we truly are capable of let's get into it (laughs) (laughs) you know that's why that's why i'm feeling how i'm feeling Mm -hmm. because it's deep of course it it goes back like you know obviously we only have written record of so much and (laughs) those of us who can or those people who believe in past lives and those who believe in the akashic records for example or remembering going through a past life regression you can only remember so much in this current physical experience um but this goes back you know like as far back as we can go Mm -hmm. that yes distractions were put because a witch for example like what was considered to be a witch um they're so powerful using the natural herbs that the earth provides us using prayer power of intention to heal things to heal people to bring in harvest like anything that these women or men desired they would be able to manifest that's so powerful that's so scary to somebody who's tapped out of their power Mm -hmm. so what do you do you create fear now you have people fearful of these (laughs) powerful beings which you know we are those powerful beings um and then you try to limit people from their power how do you do that let's distract them in all kinds of ways (laughs) (laughs) how do you do that religion (laughs) you bring the religion to bring structure to something that doesn't have structure and you base it on fear Mm -hmm. to create limitation while there's an illusion that there is expansion so i'm going to take our listeners like on the little journey that we went on um yesterday yes which feels like yeah. lifetimes ago <laughs> yeah i had to think about it too <laughs> yeah i was like when was that so we uh decided to go on a walk and then we were walking around this beautiful lake uh deandra sees a sign that said gift shop and she wanted to go to the gift shop so she, i've seen the sign for the gift shop so many times i've never entertained going um this lake is on a property of a a catholic church i would yeah it's a catholic church um so we go to the gift shop and even going like dandra asked me we check in with each other very periodically like how are we feeling about certain things <laughs> and i love it yeah <laughs> so me too. she checks in like oh, how do you feel about it and i did feel resistance to go in but i was still open to going in um so we end up going in we went into the wrong door at first and when we walked in, it was like a little foyer that had, um, what is that, like an easel mm-hmm. with uh, events, I would say. Like flyers for flyers. things. And there was something that caught my eye. It was a healing, um, a healing mass is what it was uh, labeled. And I was so intrigued by that because obviously I'm into healing. And it's like, wow, a healing mass for the sick. And they're obviously trying to heal a lot of people. I love it. Like, I would love to go to that event to see what would be occurring there. Like, what does healing look like in that term? And then I peeked in another door and I saw it was like a full uh, chapel, I would say, like with the church pews and, you know, all of the things. So we left that door. Um, We went back outside and then we were pointed in the right direction of where the gift shop was and we go inside the (laughs) gift shop. And the gift shop... (laughs) again like i referenced earlier that i was so fascinated to see candles incense 
you know, prayer beads, books, everything that I have seen in a spiritualist store, I was seeing in the Catholic gift shop. Um, I even bought a bracelet that has evil eye on it. You know, it does have a the heart of Mary and a cross. Oh, and it actually does have Jesus on the cross. Um, but it has evil eyes on it as well. And I love the evil eye part of the bracelet. So anyways, um, Deandra and I are walking around the store looking at different things. I'm fascinated. Like, I'm seeing magic in so many different ways. And Deandra and I, like, come again together. We checked in, like, oh, how is it? Like, how are you feeling in here? (laughs) And I'm bringing her a book. The book was titled Awakening Your Soul. And I forgot the subtitle. But I'm telling her, like, wow, like, if you open this book and read like any page it is spot on with correlation of something happening in your life on things that we were that we had spoken on that day or the day prior yes so like we're doing we're flipping through the book like testing it out like together and everything was spot on which was fascinating to me well just to elaborate we were talking about the page you had came to me with a specific page open and you told me to read something yes and it was to the t what we had spoken on not too long ago Mm -hmm. and we were elaborating on what i had just read in the book and that led to something else that we had recently spoken on in our conversation and then we flipped to another page of the book and it was as if it was continuing what we were just talking about yes that's such a better way of saying it yeah it gives the detail yeah so people (laughs) can really understand the magic that was going on yeah it was like the book was interacting with us Mm -hmm. like straight up speaking to us (laughs) yeah as if it you know it was alive yes and that's the magic because you know i can say that we aren't people who are deeply fond of um organized religion in that regard Mm -hmm. but we can see the intention or what it was originally founded upon mm-hmm. and have appreciation yeah. for it. Even though knowing that there is more to it now, that is part of the theatrics. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. So that moment was also re- what we were experiencing with the book was a direct correlation and reflection as to what we were experiencing in that moment so the book was meeting us where we were at Mm -hmm. and it was fascinating to experience that um i was mind blown (laughs) but so we were there um, with somebody else and that person was spooked Uh And when I say spooked, they were spooked because um, of all of the depictions of Jesus Christ upon the cross. Like, everywhere you looked, it was a statue or a painting or some kind of visual depiction of Jesus on the Christ. And while... On the cross. On the cross. I couldn't even tell you about seeing one. Me neither. That's what's so funny. (laughs) Because when the person said it to me, I was like, wow, like I was having such a totally different experience. You know, like I was experiencing the magic there. Um, So that person, and they felt spooked because it's like, okay, if you are praying to this God, why are you instilling this image of jesus the son upon the cross based on what humans like what we did to him if you believe that line 
you know, that storyline. Um, and rightfully so, like, I can totally understand that perspective. But it, it's just a funny experience. And it's a funny thing to be focused on while in there. And it shows the difference in what we were focused on mm-hmm. and how that reflected back to us with the book. Because that same person tried having, based on the experience we had, they were trying to see it for themselves and they had a different experience with the book mm-hmm. like when they opened a page to the book it um it reflected back it to reflected them. back exactly it had to do with something about like converting to the religion and that obviously like instilled that just activated more of the spookiness yeah um and that goes to say like you know sometimes what you encounter is really reflecting to you where you are at in life maybe not it. always but it is a good like a mirror type of event so we ended up leaving the store like after we finished looking around and um fast forward like a couple of hours later we're shopping and we finish our whole shopping oh Uh, my god (laughs) (laughs) we finished the whole shopping and okay um to rewind a little bit being closer building a closer relationship to god has been prevalent in my life um like i experienced something that i was heavily praying to god for and it worked in my favor so i not have a responsibility but like i have that the gratitude the gratitude is like driving me to want to be closer to god and also not necessarily bring people closer to god but bring people closer to faith and it's because like the power faith holds so okay so now you know that like i am on a journey being closer to god so we're inside of the store we finish our shopping we're going through the cart at the end before paying and (laughs) it's just funny to think (laughs) where we start walking on again and as we're walking speaking we're in the middle of a conversation this woman kind of intercepts us and she just organically is now a part of our conversation <laughs> as if she was in the store with us and just happened to be in a different aisle and just came back and revisited us exactly so it was very organic and she starts speaking about god and she starts speaking about all of the different tragedies that are occurring in the world and how people can lose faith and um how watching the news brings a lot of fear so people might avoid the news which is something i actively do mm-hmm. i don't watch the news because it's always some kind of tragedies going on being shared it's never positive messages it's just fear instilling and like anxiety driven so i found it really interesting that she was saying these things to us and then she offered um more information about a church that she's a part of and again like Deandra and I like we check in with each other but we said we ended up saying no like no thank you to the information and the lady's like okay um like you know no problem she wasn't pushy and then she made a comment about coincidences and she said you know like if God keeps coming up in your life it's not a coincidence and that for me is what had done it it was like wow you know like I'm being physically spoken to right here right now to not ignore this so she went she ended up walking away and deandra and i like quickly like that happened so fast we're like wait was that a coincidence like should we talk to her should we get more info (laughs) 
um for those who have read the celestine prophecy it felt like a moment where we needed to continue like the conversation wasn't over we Mm -hmm. needed more information from her the messenger Mm -hmm. like this person was definitely divine sent to us to speak to us for a reason so um we go like to walk behind her to find her call her over and then we ask for more information and she was really nice about it she gave us a pamphlet um when she handed me the pamphlet I read the top of the pamphlet and it said something to the extent like if you called upon God in an emergency um you know like there's a message for you that God delivers like God's promise and that's exactly what I had just recently done. Like I called upon God in, in a state of an emergency and he delivered. So now whatever she was saying after this, I really couldn't tell you because I was shook. Like I was so shook that I couldn't believe what was happening. I didn't know what was happening. You know, I still don't fully know what was happening, but it really shook me. Then she hands Deandra a pamphlet. <laughs> and the pamphlet was... Um, god the mother and you can speak on that like how it could touch like how that how you viewed it (laughs) i'm trying to gather because as you were saying the story it was bringing up so many different things for me Mm -hmm. that i'm kind of like in a whirlwind of it (laughs) because it was i was shook beyond shook yeah because it was so prevalent to things that like are happening in the life like obviously this is a shorter version of it but it was so on point that it's like a movie script couldn't have written it better mm-hmm. um so she gives the pamphlet to Deandra about god the mother and it was touching upon the spiritual side of religion which is something that does resonate with Deandra, and it resonates with me as well um so she gives us the information and I don't even know, like, the convo was over after yeah. that. <laughs> like, I was in a state of shook. shook. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just even hearing the story again, it just brings me back to that same to state. To that state, like, speechless. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So she ends up, like, she walks away. And as soon as she walks away, Deandra and I are, like, still stuck, pause, like, <laughs> quiet. And Deandra looks, and she spots something on the wall that says 777 exactly where the woman was standing so that again another sign you you know like now this is the magic that we speak about so it's like 777 okay what is this telling us like uh, this is a divine encounter this is divine experience let's pay attention um so yeah then like you know we leave the store and we've been reflecting on it since then but that that whole story goes to show you all of the different experiences of magic and if this story has you questioning like how was there magic in that experience that right there is the invitation for you to dig a little deeper and see why you might be blocked as to understanding the magic in that experience yeah and it's allowing the flow because even back to the beginning when i was intrigued to go to the gift shop I couldn't explain why I wasn't logical or anything like that. It was just uh, an interest in the moment. And I knew that you were like skeptical about it, but you went with it anyways. And it's like knowing when to flow into something and allow <laughs> it to unravel whatever it's meant to instead of holding back and preventing what's trying to make its way into your life to flow 
with ease yes don't it's the saying like don't block your blessings you don't know what you're about to encounter so and of course like trust your instinct trust your gut feeling and never in that situation did I feel that I was in an unsafe place if I did feel that that would be a different conversation but it was something like yeah I might have felt the spooked feeling because of my experiences with the church obviously you know that stems from a trauma that I have to on the heal that stems from a a trauma from my childhood experiences that I would have to heal um and my views on the church and what organized religion is. yeah same I mean I have those same too but it was just for whatever reason I didn't Mm -hmm. I I didn't associate it but I understand where you were coming from Mm -hmm. um but that's why I was mentioning it because the only limitations that exist are the ones that we place Mm -hmm. and had that held held you back like it would we would have gone in you know like yeah it would have been like okay this isn't the vibe but I always we both always trust that we're always doing and leading with the divine guidance and doing what's most true to us Mm -hmm. and that is how magic is always unraveling in our life because for the most part as well as we can and where we are currently in our reality we allow flow to lead to lead through divine intervention always yeah and of course we stray the path because we're humans on this journey and we're not perfect and we have much to learn and grow but as much as we stray we return back to the path and we offer that to one another as well whenever that does occur we help guide each other back to the path of divinity yeah the the daily reminders and um affirmations it's something that you speak about frequently affirmations help with that um i'm finding prayer helps with that just to keep reminding us and keep incorporating the divine essence that lives within us you know i'm glad you're saying that it's interesting because what brought up what that brought to mind for me is how it's interesting what is so common for us as individuals and how it relates to our control dramas mm-hmm. like how affirmations are big for me because it's like constantly like me like consoling myself and like moving through whatever mm-hmm. through words mm-hmm. in that way and then for you it's kind of like helping with control you know where it's kind of like releasing it to something greater mm-hmm. and knowing that that is a resource yeah the trust in the unknown and that's yeah. why the that's the bottom line basically for both of it too. yeah that's what it boils down to and it's the faith and i think that's why i feel so called to speak about the faith because with faith yo, you can move a mountain <laughs> truly know? like anything is possible as, as long as you have faith and that's whether that's you have the faith in yourself and faith in others maybe relationships that you have friendships Um, romantic relationships platonic whatever it is faith in a greater being greater essence higher than us faith in anything and that faith oh sorry no i was just gonna say that faith is limitless it's infinite yeah it's as deep as the trust is Mm -hmm. because i was gonna say that it's almost interchangeable faith and trust because you can't have one without the other really yeah yeah you really can't because yeah you can have the faith but 
Oh, and I love that you're bringing it up because it kind of clicks for me. Like, how strong do you believe in what you have faith in? How strong are you trusting? Because, yeah, you, I could, me, for example, I could sit down, I could kneel, sit, lay, whatever, pray. If I don't believe it, like, I'm just fooling myself and mm-hmm. it's not going to come into fruition. You have to believe and have the faith and trust with your entire being to be able to receive whatever it is that you're praying for. And that's intention. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not the fake, like, because there have been times that I've had, um, like, wants or desires, something that I would really, really want, and it would never happen. But it's because I had that blockage within me of limiting myself from that possibility. Yeah, and it comes down to, like, being true with yourself because you can be lying to yourself and saying that, yes, I am ready for X, Y, Z that I'm trying to bring into my life, but secretly you have fear Mm-hmm. And that comes from maybe a lack of fearing, like, of of abundance, scarcity, you know, mm-hmm. something. And whatever it is, cause it's different for all of us. But that's a really good point. I'm glad that came up because yeah. that really is the difference. And that can be something I can see coming up for people. Well, you know, I have been doing these things and I still haven't been receiving. So maybe ask within how true are you being to yourself is it really what you're saying is it really matching what you feel or are you trying to convince yourself into believing it to be true mm-hmm. boom yeah and that's that's really the difference is the authenticity and what you're saying and being true to yourself is the most rewarding relationship that you could have with anyone because it's a foundation of how you are with anyone else and with everything else that's around you and what you're allowing and to be possible to come within to come inside that comes from within that right there (laughs) let's just be open to receive the blessings that that understanding that understanding of that that will just bring you really yeah be true to yourself be authentic it ties into the authentic living if you're not if you're not being authentic to yourself you're not going to receive anything that is true to you and you can hear more about authentic living in our previous episode (laughs) called theatrical living and how to kind of break free a lot of this is really just unlearning and Mm -hmm. and going back to the simple living that's what it all is honestly mm-hmm. that's what any of this is because there's a lot going on around here to distract us and the material the things that we feel that we need i was just saying earlier how you know i was looking around my apartment and looking at everything and counting what is it that i have that's simply decorative and then what is it that i have that actually serves purpose and that was a really cool exercise to do because it shows what is necessary and what is made to believe to be necessary but really it just comes from outside projections and noise that is really artificial and designed to keep us away from what is the truest and most powerful thing which is our essence and our trust and faith to that which is within us (laughs) You left me speechless. <laughs> yeah, it's so deep. Mm-hmm. It's so deep. No, it's it's interesting because then it, it, the more you speak on it, the more that comes up. 
And I feel like we could keep talking for hours I on know. this, you know? Because, <laughs> like, as you're saying that, like, I'm looking around right here. We're sitting in my dining room, and I'm like, wow, okay, what do I have that's decorative? What do I have that's purposeful? And it's cool to see certain things, like, um, what are these called? The coasters. The coasters. You know, like, my coasters have evil eye on them, and they're decorative, but they're also useful. Yeah. So, like, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Like, you can incorporate you know being true to yourself i obviously have a thing with evil eye (laughs) but you can incorporate ways to be true to yourself and keep it around your house yeah it's like practicalness Mm -hmm. of it and the intention because it's deciding okay yeah i am going to invite this physical object into my life and it's going to enhance my life in some type of way and it's okay to have material things it's not to say that it's not mm-hmm. because we are here to have fun in this human tangible world yeah but it's being intentional with it mm-hmm. not doing things because you feel that this is going to give you some sort of gratification that really is trying to fill a void that is meant to be filled with something much greater than anything that's physical and it's so um filling when you kind of surround yourself with things that have meaning to you like for me i'm a big like crystal collector I guess I would say so like I will spend money on crystals and yes they're physical and they can be materialistic but they have so many healing benefits I wouldn't change that for the world you know Mm -hmm. so it's just again being true to what what you love not what you might think is nice um like I've been renovating my home painting when you go shop for paint and this is just like an example of it (laughs) Um, there's trending colors of the year why would I want to paint my house the same color like that's why would I want to pick a color based on a trending color of the year like I'm gonna pick a color that feels good to me that Mm -hmm. I love that I want to see every day not because (laughs) it's popular and it it goes back to the authentic yeah it's silly but it's it's stuff that that happens you know like the interior designers they it's just a whole whole it's so crazy (laughs) it's like in every avenue there's nothing that goes untouched with trying to remove the simplicity of things Mm -hmm. and the outside influence of the decisions we make Mm -hmm. and that is something that i would go ahead and say that is done with purpose to keep this noisy world within us so that the connection and the conversation with something that is higher than us is clouded and and low yeah that we can hear clearly we're here thinking about the trendy paint color of the year Mm -hmm. instead yeah (laughs) it keeps us further from our power yeah it down it keeps you further from your power who are you underneath your clothing who are you without decorations in your house who are you without your car without your job without any of the titles that we're made to believe that we need to achieve who are you without that job if you have a job who are you like without the manager title without the supervisor title without whatever title you have at your job who are you you're not that person you know like if you were sitting in a room it's something that I always think about Um, when I was in college I would always have this idea of an experiment it's kind of unethical Um, I've come to believe it's unethical because I would say like if you had a child of like a newborn and you put them in a room um obviously with all the things that they would need but they didn't have human interaction no influence from the outside world who would that child grow up to be like that would be the true essence of a human 
obviously we're pack you know animals we need companionship so it wouldn't be ethical to do that to a child but it kind of brings it back to without all of the outside noise and influence who are we yeah because we're not these characters you know mm -hmm. that we're playing and what do we value because mm -hmm. there's all these outside things that make us place value on things that really are so superficial like money status things that really aren't fulfilling to the soul so the american dream yeah like that that kind of sums it up you know that white picket fence mom dad two kids like that whole idea like that's old that's outdated like get rid of it it's all just an idea mm -hmm. that was been ingrained in us like okay go to school go to college get a nine to five have a family go on an annual vacation if you can afford it <laughs> and then die <laughs> you know it's the a fact that you retire at 65 and then you know like the the death eight the average age of death right now i think is in the 70s 78 yeah you see that like what you're gonna live 13 years after you retire yeah no. after you broke your back for some institution that mm -mm. doesn't care about you that's not it guys that's not it <laughs> we know that though it's crazy yeah. that's such a low vibe like even just speaking on it now my god it feels like below the ground you know yeah let's bring it back to the magic man. <laughs> <laughs> let's bring that magic back into our lives oh my god you know i invite you to welcome the magic into your life the way that i welcome it into my life however that looks for each of us because it's going to be different for all of us just never block your blessings and always open receive keep your heart full of gratitude and may the blessings be limitless and countless for all <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Continue flowing in your own space by simply being. If this resonated with you and you feel called to, please be sure to follow us, like, and share. Until next time, wherever you go, give yourself space to flow. <laughs> oh, <Peaceful> family. family. <laughs> <laughs>